Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I was just thinking about um, about we talked about it in the Patreon yesterday about the the Jayapal stuff. I've watched mm-hmm. all set, ten minutes of her interview. Have you seen the whole thing? Mm-mm. It is remarkable um, how truly evil she is. A smirk she has. A I don't give a freaking frig about. Well, now that we have a precedent with Santos, that we can just remove people from Congress if they're badly behaved um, and not you know, based on what the voters do, I think that she should be next, no? She reminds me of a Hamas sympathizer in the middle of the Gaza Strip. She could give a flying bleep. Dana Bash tried to get her to act like a human when talking about some of this stuff. She could care less. Dana Bash tried to get her to talk about caring about all these people who were raped. Or anybody in America, do you care about any of these people? Absolutely nada. Who hasn't gotten enough attention uh, globally widespread use of rape, uh, brutal rape, sexual violence against Israeli women by Hamas. She is deadpanned. Um, I've seen a lot of progressive women. You've seen her emote before. She, there's not, she's, she has the look that she's suppressing a, Oh, she emoted a lot during the Capitol attack. Do you remember that? that? She is suppressing an outburst of laughter. Generally speaking, they're quick to defend women's rights and speak out against using rape as a, as a weapon of war, but downright silent on what we saw on October 7th and what might be happening inside Gaza right now to She's these hostages. She's almost smirking. Why is that? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I think we, we always talk about the impact of war on women in particular. In fact, I remember 20 years ago, I did a petition around the war in Iraq. Have you said, saying have that, you talked about it since oh, October absolutely. 7th? And I've condemned what Hamas has done. I've condemned Specifically all of women? the actions. Absolutely. The, the rape, the, of course. But I think we have to remember that 
Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing mm-hmm. themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult. What about all the rapes of Yeah, is Israelis? that with international humanitarian law? Is right. that part of that? Right, right. She, does, she goes right back to it. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Strategically for them yeah. to be able to build the kinds of allies to keep public opinion yeah. with them. And frankly, uh, morally, Listen I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not what international humanitarian with, with, law says. Okay, with, with respect, I was just asking about the, the women and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I I said it's horrific, and I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. I think that it happens in war situations. Terrorist organizations like Hamas obviously are using these as tools. It happens in war situations? Yeah. How did the war situation happen? So the 17-year-old girls at the Nova concert were in a war situation? I think that there wasn't a war situation. Well, they were once Hamas arrived. There wasn't a Milai massacre. (laughs) This isn't, um, you know, uh, the the siege of Berlin where the Russians raped every single woman that they found. This was kids at a burning man, essentially, dancing around. Oh, but, but rape happens in a war situation. No, no, no. Rape happens in a rape situation in this case. Of course. This was a massacre. And for her to say, oh, it's war in, yes, but the Israelis need... This lady is a damn enemy of the state. She is a dangerous, dangerous, freaking... Among other things, she's a she's a, she's a a pig of a person, and I despise her. And I... I okay. Okay. That's fine, uh, Alyssa Milano. That's fine. Okay, I guess we've really now qualified. There's rape, and then there's rape, rape. And if you're and not being in the oppressed, way, not oppressed, in the <laughs> I say in quotes, by uh, Israel, then it's not rape if you do it to them. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, there's been a whole conversation about the rape or rape rape before this with like Me Too, where people have used that phrase about, you know, like college kids drunkenly hooking up or whatever. Like, is that really rape? But apparently... Democrats have found one form of rape that they're they don't think is really rape. And that's right. and it's not just her. This extends to a whole bunch of people on the left who are doing this. There was um one tweet this woman tweeted today um or sorry, this uh non-binary person tweeted today um the uh, queer, Afro-Indigenous, disabled activist, writer, media critic. Um, it looks like a girl, though. Anyway, she posted. Um, she posted a bunch of tweets today about how, um, or sorry, yesterday, because she said she broke down. I can't understand how people can be going to movies, concerts, and conventions while a genocide is going on. Like things are normal. I realized it must be because they're looking away. Nobody could know the things I know and hold these horrors inside of them and not want to do anything to bring awareness to what's going on. My friends are looking away from what's happening by choice. Of course, then um, Neon Taser went back and looked at her tweets on October 7th. 
that said, We stand with y'all and we cannot wait to hear of your freedom. Much love and heart from your siblings over the shore. Our occupied lands belong to us and we have a right to live without fear of genocide. Hashtag free Palestine. Who is this person? Um, Just a Twitter person. Okay. They have like 8,000 followers. Here's but, one yeah. of the uh, people being... Um... You can't just say that you support it when it entertains your lily white sensibilities. The blood is already in the street. Our destiny as colonized people is linked. Mm-hmm. This is, um, I think this is a Hamas soldier being um, uh, deposed, essentially. Oh, no, this is a witness. So I'm sorry about this. This is a witness. Um, I, it, not a soldier. This is an Israeli. Um, says that the two had their hands were behind their back tied. Oh, sorry. This is indeed. Uh, she's translating to the person. This is a Hamas person. That had a blood stain on her genitalia. At first, I thought she might have had a mishap out of fear. Then we picked her up and we knew for sure it was blood. There was a lot of gun wounds there. Shooting was targeted at sexual organs. We saw that a lot. They had a thing with sexual organs, both in women and in men. And women were received. They were civilian. Obviously, this is idea. So many other breast amputations or gunshots. <clears throat> and this is not just the idea of saying this. shoot from one side of the breast to the other. They were conscious when they got to us. As for men, genitalia, they had a whole thing with that, either amputation or shooting. They laid a woman down situation where they laid a woman down and I understand that he is raping her. He is basically shifting her position. And then they pass her on to another person. Was she alive, the girl they raped? Yes, she was alive. She stood on her feet. She stood on her feet. She was bleeding. She was bleeding from her back. I don't know what she was... She's pulling her hair. She had long hair. He's pulling her hair. He's like, um. She's not dressed. And he cuts her breasts. And he cuts her breasts. He throws it on the road. And she's going like this with her head back. It's a look of pain, in other words. Yeah, so and this isn't just the IDF reporting this right. stuff. Our State Department is saying this, too. Matthew Miller said this today. Right, let me play that. That all the atrocities that Hamas uh, carried out on October 7th and the atrocities that they have carried uh, out since, the fact that they continue to hold women hostages, the fact that they continue to hold children hostages, the fact that it seems one of the reasons they don't want to turn women over that they've been holding hostage and the reason this pause fell apart is they don't want those women to be able to talk about what happened to them during their time in custody, um, certainly at all the atrocities that Hamas. Uh... Yeah. Um... So, okay, ceasefire people. Oh, that's a great, a great hashtag. Me too, unless you're a Jew. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, okay, ceasefire people. You had a ceasefire. All Hamas had to do is give back the women they've been raping, and they can't do it. You know, and and so that's the reason why the U.S. State Department is saying that's the reason why the ceasefire is no longer in effect right now. Is because Hamas yes. couldn't bring themselves to 
give back the women because they're concerned. And given the footage that they released on October 7th of the stuff that they were doing, the fact that they don't want to release these women because what they're going to tell the world is just too terrible uh, tells you how those women are being treated right now. Um, y- yes. So the fact that they so much don't care about having a ceasefire that they're willing to do that, I think tells you pretty much everything you need to know about them. They're saying, you know, we're not going to give back the hostages to have a ceasefire. So, I mean, apparently Israel hasn't bombed them enough yet, I guess, is the, is the takeaway there. No. No, and it is interesting to, that that for... that... It's not interesting, but it's not surprising that what these these people have done, and that somewhere somebody in in mediation and Hamas or it, maybe it's uh, Iranian leadership is saying, uh, "This is bad PR, guys. This is mm-hmm. bad PR. We can't um, we can't have this." And uh, I'm just I'm just amazed. I mean, I, I once again, it's it's like we were talking about previously. I just didn't think that this country was the country that this country is. And right. for everything to be uh, like just cool, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's... And to have like people who are supposed to know things, like who's that little idiot who's going to be Snow White? Oh, um, yeah, Rachel Ziegler. Yeah, for like somebody like her to like, talk about yay, yay, feminism, this, that, 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 and, and all of these women, Hollywood women, like these women in that Hamas has, they're being rape-raped. Right. Obviously, you've heard it's... Maybe the lucky ones are just and only being rape-raped. Oh, the other yeah. ones are being mutilated. It's like... It's just, they're visiting nightmares upon these women. This shouldn't be And the about. Hamas people seem to be extremely happy about it. There's no one in any of these videos or stories going, hey, guys, maybe we're taking this a little far in our quest for liberation. And- be you know, mad and- at these people like you're mad at Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein didn't uh, butcher anybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. you had to sleep with him if you wanted a roll or a shot at a roll, and I can see how that's disgusting. That's a day in the park compared to these women. Right. And, I mean, there was a lot of talk about, like, well, it's collective guilt on all the Palestinians because, you know, they don't all, they're not all Hamas and they don't all support what Hamas does, which is true. But as we've seen from some of the opinion polling, when they have talked to a bunch of people, I think we talked about on one of the shows, roughly 75% of Palestinians specifically support what happened on Mm -hmm. October 7th, which was live streamed to them. That was the audience for that. So they saw that and they loved it and thought it was great and were cheering and happy. So like some people in America, by the way, um, and definitely a bunch in Europe and Australia and a bunch of these places. You played the audio yesterday, the people attacking the Jewish business owner. I, I mean, there's there are a whole bunch of people that are like really excited about killing and torturing Jewish people, which is incredible to me. It's a lot there and some here. And really the only way to put a stop to that when 75% of the population of an area thinks that that is excellent and great. Um, hi, what are you doing in here? How'd that go? Um, the only way to do it is with war. I mean, that's what... Well, yes. That's what we did in World War II it's against Germany. Point. That's what we did in World War II against Japan. We won the war completely 
They surrendered. And then we had a total changeover of the culture. You know, and I mean, Japan's one of our biggest mm-hmm. allies now against China, who was our ally in World War II. You know, there there was a total flip of the script after but that only can happen i i don't think i can't think of a time off the top of my head although i'm not a huge war history buff so i don't know if somebody's gonna send in something and correct me but i think you know i i can't think of a war where you've ever ended up with a lasting peace without having one side definitively win right right it's not a question of like we'll have a We'll swap some hostages for some prisoners of war, and now we'll just be at peace forever. Like, while we're in the middle of the war and one side still wants to kill the other, you can't have that. You have to have a side win. Yes. Somebody has to win the war before there can be a peace that happens. Right. In, 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 in Jayapal and all the le- rest, they want to have a bring, bring a worldwide consortium of countries to come together to... To try to cultivate an alternative for the people of Palestine. Yeah, right. Well, it sounds easy, right? Mm-hmm. How, what's the worldwide alternative to Palestine that you're going to give to a bunch of people who have been throwing rocks at uh, raped prisoners who are being released? I'm sorry. Uh, and I know it's not everybody, but Palestinians ain't ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. And sorry about that. I can, if, if the world's allowed to tell me all the guilty things that I have because of uh, you know uh, my background, history, etc., I'm going to tell you my, by observation, the cats I've seen on Gaza um, are not ready for prime time. Yeah, I do think we suffer a little bit in this country from like a lack of imagination about what um, people are capable of doing to each other. I think that a lot of leftists and sort of nice people in the United States and in the Western world, I mean, there are obviously some people who are radicals, right, who are real radicals. But I think there's a bunch of sort of average people when they pull and they're like, should there be a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas? And they're like, well, yeah, ceasefire sounds nice. And I don't think they really understand what people like Hamas are capable of because they're too sheltered from the world. Yes. And I don't think they really think that stuff like that happens and people act like that. They just don't realize that that's a thing. But once again, I really feel, Alice, and I, when I think about who sympathizes with Hamas, I think women, these are the same women, or it's really just beta men. These are the same women who always will try to adopt a pit bull first. Mm -hmm. Because you're so misunderstood. I understand I understand that you are capable of some things, but you've been mistreated. It's somebody else's mm-hmm. fault. It's the owner's fault. It's the occupier's fault that you've had to act this way. I understand that you're, mm-hmm. and of course that people it's jumps the, on the I can fence. fix him instinct. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But and so you <laughs> find the biggest towards around, international relations. Find the biggest, most dangerous wretch around and say, "Oh no, I can just needs to be loved. It's just the owners, just this, just that." And no, it's not like that with Hamas. Hamas needs to, you know what? We need to kill every member of Hamas so that those women can move on to something else. We really do. Right. Seriously. There was, there would be, I mean. They'll be fine. I said to you earlier today too, like everyone's attention span is so short in the West. Honestly, Israel just needs to ignore the like chirping from people 
in America about how they're mean or occupiers or whatever and do what they need to do. Get rid of Hamas once and for all. Be done with this and set it up. It's going to honestly, if Israel's running things, it's going to be better for the people in Gaza and for the people in Israel. And all the suburban moms will forget about the whole thing like two months from now. Right? Uh, yeah, of course. They'll be on to the totally next thing. They will have yes, not remembered any of it. Because it doesn't matter. As far this as is the as far free as these, Palestine is the thing they're into this as week. As far as these progressives are concerned, Israel is an ethnic cleanser anyway. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Ethnically cleanse some Hamas. How about that? Feel free. Because gonna, they're going to call you that anyway. Doesn't matter. Would you like to move on yes, to, I would, to something to, to lighter? Something that, that, well, not well, something more. I want to yell more at uh, women in restorative Victorian houses who coddle idiots uh, because they feel guilty okay. about driving Range Rovers. This is Ibram X. Kendi. Mm-hmm. Um, Ibram X. Kendi receives a giant applause from next, next Netflix film screening audience after demonizing. Here we go. Guess who he's demonizing? You can make a guess. That I, I don't think... White uh, people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness, and and how much um, that construction of whiteness uh, prevents. Uh, what an a hole, by the way. F you, dude. You effing bigot, jerk, a <laughs> hole, small brain moron. Can you imagine this? Yeah, I don't have, have to recommend anything. I have stuff to do. Yeah, I have stuff to do too. It might well your own what you're not doing about your version of whiteness. Hey, dude, <laughs> nobody because of my version of whiteness that's happening is doing me any favors, okay? Unlike you, who are not right. qualified to be teaching anybody anything. He's a moron. White people from uh, connecting to humanity. In other words, uh, recognizing that... Uh, when you when you recognize that you are part and parcel of humanity, in other words, you're not over humanity, right? Uh, it it allows you to really be able to connect to people who don't look like you, who have kinky hair, who have dark skin, uh, and to see yourself in them. And it's whiteness that prevents that. Right, and, and when you're not able to see yourself uh, in other human beings, that creates all sorts of problems. Um, but not just societal problems, personal problems. Uh, that, that I think hopefully this, this, this film and this work will, will liberate those folks from. So I, I think it's, this liberate, it's liberating all the way around, right? It, it, you know, I think it, it will liberate you know, really all of us because uh, you know, we've all been told a lie about ourselves and other people. Ooh. None of that means anything. No. No. It's uh, the rantings of a dumb. <laughs> That's what it is. That's a, no, a dumb who's been told he's really, really smart. Whiteness prevents white people from connecting to humanity. No, this is like something a stoned person says. Oh, of course it is. You need to connect with my shared humanity, man. Right? It's yes. just all like, we're going to be liberated. It's terrible. Can I tell you what I need to tell you now? Sure, please. So, um, I know you're always excited to find out what um, 
Oxford picks as the word of the year every year. Oh, yes. Um, because, as we know, the people at Oxford are really smart. Um, do you want to guess what they've chosen as the word of the year this year? Did you already see this? No. Okay. Do you want to guess what they've chosen as the word of the year? Our daughter got it after a few guesses. Somebody said it today. Um, unhoused. Nope. Okay, I'm it's, done. Our daughter guessed it today. I, she can guess it, but you can't guess it? They tried to pick a newish word. Sus? How's that? As it? No, not sus. Newer than that. Gets used a lot at our house. In relation to you. Oh, Riz. Yes, Riz is the word of the year at Oxford. I want to be known from now on as Ibram X. Rizdi. <laughs> okay. Uh, often associated with celebrities and famous figures, Riz has been chosen by the Oxford University Press as its word of the year. It's a term Gen Z has embraced uh, under Oxford's definition. It's a noun that means style, charm, attractiveness, and the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Oxford says Riz is a shortened form of the word charisma. It's um, a sort of it's a shortening of the word that's um, like an unusual type of shortening because it comes from the middle of the word instead of the uh, the beginning of the word. So it's like refrigerator turns into fridge. It's That's like an unusual word formation. Say the people at Oxford. Um, and it got very popular this year after, um, after somewhere complex or somebody, no, somebody said, uh, asked... What's his name? Zendaya's boyfriend, Tom Holland. Zendaya. His boyfriend, Tom Holland, where he gets his Riz, and he said he doesn't have Riz. And so then a bunch of people were Googling Riz, and it really took off. Uh, You can also use it as a verb. Mm R-I-Z-Z. You can also use it in a phrase, Riz up, which means to attract, seduce, or chat up a person. Yes. Sally and Kelly think I have mad Riz. Is that true? Yes. I think they laughed at you when you said that. Incorrect. I do have mad Riz. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Tom Holland said he had no Riz whatsoever, limited Riz. Uh, I don't mind that one. I, I think it's... It's it's, it's um, a useful word. It's efficient, too. You find it to be good? Yeah. Um, yeah. You would say I have Riz, right? Yeah, I would say you definitely have Riz, but it, um, it beat out other words such as... Uh, here's some of the other ones that were on the list. Prompt, like what you tell an AI... Oh, so you prompt an AI. Yeah, or you give it, so a, give it prompt. a prompt. Okay. Um, not a bad word. Uh, situationship. I'm getting angry at this one. What is this? Situationship is um, a blend of situation and relationship, blending a notable source of new blah, blah, blah. The word term seems to have been coined in the 2010s and refers to a romantic or sexual relationship that is not formal or established sometimes outside society's conventions the word captures the uncertainty and lack of formalization many people feel about their relationships wow uh swifty maybe maybe that was the friends with benefits thing kind of yeah it's like this person i hang out with sometimes or i'm kind of sleeping with but i don't really know what our thing is swifty a fan of taylor swift oh okay okay um but oh. isn't that a proper noun? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. It can be any word. Yeah. Um, beige flag. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A beige flag indicates. I don't like generations that do nothing, inventing new words. They haven't earned it. It's like this: everybody who is <laughs> was all like tatted up now. Like, what battle were you in? Do you know what a beige flag is? No. So it's like a red flag is a bad okay. sign about somebody. A beige flag is a sign that a partner or potential partner lacks originality or is boring. Ooh, I like that. Um, de-influencing is the practice of discouraging people from buying particular products, especially on social media. So if you're, if you tell people not to drink Bud Light on your popular oh, podcast, see. then you are de-influencing. I would th- think that they could come up with something better than that. Um, heat dome. That's one for the climate people. That's when there's a persistent high pressure weather system over a geographic uh-huh. area with a mass of hot air below it. And parasocial. That word I actually like. Is that I feel like it's useful. Facilitating conversation? No, paras- parasocial means um, it's an adjective describing a relationship characterized by a one sided sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower of a famous figure. So that's like when people feel that they're really close to somebody who's like a celebrity or a famous figure mm-hmm. but they're like not they're just a fan that's like a parasocial relationship a fan. i met a fan today in groveland mm-hmm. was walking a dog i oh, know i wasn't walking yeah a dog. he has why, a parasocial relationship from, with you why was it why would i say i was walking the dog nobody was walking a dog in this i was walking <laughs> he was in his car he tipped me off to some deer so i'm giving him finder's fee credit for the deer mm-hmm. nice guy but he said he liked the podcast, which is nice to hear. I haven't had anybody yet say, hey, I effing hate the podcast yet. Although it would be interesting if they did. But if you're out there and you see me walking, don't say that because it could hit me the wrong way and I run into traffic. Um, <laughs> what? But, um, but uh, yeah, so there were a bunch of deer. Good deer, too. They didn't really get spooked all that easy. And that field is called like a deer field or something. There's a little field in Groveland. Very interesting, interesting place. So I like that. If anybody sees me, say hi. I want to feel famous here. This is I like this. Yeah, like, if you have a parasocial relationship with Tom, I assure yes. you he will take all your compliments and hang out with you. And absolutely, Alice. Um, after that event happened, when did you receive a phone call? <laughs> About ten seconds after it happened. Correct. I wanted it on the re- the official record that this had happened. Um, so yeah, feel, no, feel free anybody to say, to say hi. If you see me, the weird fat guy who's now 20 pounds fatter than I was three weeks ago for some reason. And now my wife claims that she's been telling, hinting to me the whole time. Well, I have enough that you complained that I was hinting that you were fat. I don't, I, you said, I can't believe you're implying that I'm gaining weight. And then 
you weighed yourself today and you were said, how come you didn't tell me I was gaining weight? Yeah. That's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What do you want? A card delivered to you ridiculous. that says in it? Yes, sir. No, this is yeah, yeah. It, it will work if the electricity is for that. Well, go ahead, turn this light off over there, and then I'll turn that on. Go ahead. Okay. There you go. Mommy's lights out. See now, save her with this light. See, now it's all better. Right? It's not on the camera, but that's okay. I'll get you one for your room too. Okay. Okay. Thanks, bro. Nice time. Thank you. It's always pretty dark. Yeah, your room is too dark. We'll have to get some lights for that room. Also, that room where I have to scan things is too dark. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it really is. I don't want to get into it, but it really is. Do you uh, remember when we moved to this house, the lights in the living room that were in those, like, sconce wall things? Yeah. How dim they were? Were they really? Yeah, I replaced the bulbs with ones that were stronger because the ones that were in there at first, you, they were, like, the dimmest lights I've ever seen in my life. They were, like, dimmer than candles. I mean, they were those, um, like the kind that you put in, um, what's it called? I'm so brain dead right now. The, when you have a ceiling lamp that's like a chandelier and it's the little tiny bulbs, yes, that yes, size yes. bulbs, they were like those, but they're, they were especially dim ones. So anyway, anyway, that problem's Remember been resolved, the but debate, there's a bunch of other dim I places I said to Joe Biden, house. I said, how come the mayor of Moscow's wife paid you three and a half million dollars? And Chris Wallace, how's he doing, by the way? Chris Wallace was the moderator. You shouldn't be allowed to ask that question. I said, well, it's true. The mayor of Moscow's wife paid this family $3.5 million. Why did they get it? What did they do that was worth $3.5 million? They weren't able to explain it. Now it's turned out to be a big case. I was right. Chris Wallace, it was like fighting two people, of course. It was really like fighting one person. <laughs> that was a beauty. But uh, now it's turned out to be a very big, really big subject. He got three and a half million dollars from Moscow and nobody knows why and they can't justify it. What did you do for the three and a half? At least say you did something. There's nothing. They didn't do anything. You know what they did. It's called laundering. Just as I promised, I also fought for Iowa ethanol issuing. Hey, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't Trump just get um, hair replacement surgery? Um, he'd have to probably acknowledge that his hair is thinning then. Other people who don't, <laughs> don't have to acknowledge stuff do that? Well, but I'm saying I don't think he thinks anything's wrong with his hair. I think he thinks it looks awesome. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> like, why would why would you get surgery to fix something when it looks that good? Right? Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> so that's, I think uh, that's Meanwhile, by the way, the... Uh, by the way, did you... Okay, oh, so sorry. this ties in with that because speaking of the Biden corruption, did you see what the Oversight Committee um, put out today? Uh, impeachment stuff? No, they have... The, Hunter Biden's company was writing checks to Joe Biden. Oh, really? Yeah, for his to cover his car payments because Hunter was using the car. Oh, I see. Which... The left is saying like makes it not count because they were like, oh, he was it was just paying back Joe Biden for paying for the car for him. But like, I still think that's a little too close for comfort. And they're like, he wasn't president at the time. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that he was 
not by president or vice president at the time. The issue is that he is materially benefiting from his name being Joe Biden. Of course he is. Of course he is. He lets Hunter Biden use the car, his car that's in his name that he paid for. And they're like, well, it's because Hunter had bad credit. Joe Biden had to pay for a car that Hunter could use. Um, so that's the point is their finances were completely entangled. And Hunter has made himself a millionaire because he's related to Joe Biden. The goalposts just keep moving with the left on this. Yes. Stuff. OK, so he was aware that there was business happening. He just wasn't doing the business. Okay, fine. He was doing the business, but he wasn't there. Okay, fine. He wasn't doing it, but he wasn't getting directly paid. Okay, fine. There's checks written to him, but Hunter was using the car at the time, so that's why. I mean, like, what What do they need to actually believe that the Biden family, including Joe Biden, was benefiting from these business relationships that Hunter Biden was cultivating on the basis of nothing, of nothing other than being Joe Biden's son? No, there is there is nothing, obviously. I mean, uh, there's no way they're ever going to have enough evidence to for it to count for them. You know, I, I, I don't know, you know, like what they need to see, but clearly. Allison, what is the mm-hmm. podcast sponsor that does the chat chat? Was I done? Oh, were you not done? Go ahead. Please. Uh, let me just you make look very sure attractive I'm done. tonight. I feel like I had another update. Um, oh, yeah. Yesterday, I... Um... Why are you in such a good mood? Hmm? You've um... just been in such a glowy, lovely mood. You look lovely. You're acting lovely. You're in a good mood. You are not. You haven't been a psycho. I do have to say, like, I think, and I know you don't like hearing this from me when you're having an existential crisis over weighing yourself today, mm-hmm. but um, since Thanksgiving weekend, I have not been eating any... Um, sugar or drinking at all, and it uh-huh. feels really, really good. Actually, just uh-huh. saying. I think it helps my mood quite a bit. Just to be honest. Uh-huh. Thoughts? Did you ever apologize for throwing the phone at my head? Yeah. I don't. Did you? <laughs> I'm not I sure. Don't, I don't I, remember. I don't think, I'm yeah, sorry. I threw that? a phone at your head. No, she threw the phone at my head last year. Did you apologize? <laughs> it was right for... around this time, wasn't it? Or was it earlier than this? It was earlier than this. Okay. Um, did you apologize for um, calling my sister the B word as though it was from me in a text? No, while she that was is, talking that to is... me about something highly personal. I didn't know what she was talking to you about. I can't be expected to. Well, do a you deep could look at the text that came before, or you could guy. just not take my phone and pretend that I'm calling you my sister left... a. You had Bad left word. the room. I didn't have time to scroll back to look at where it was. Any Did you guy, apologize for that? Any? No, I don't. Okay, then I don't apologize for the knows, throwing. Any guy knows, including your sister and uh, Mike, knows that if you have an opportunity like that, you take it absolutely. I, I don't know that that, that something sensitive is happening before that. You have to take that opportunity. Is there a funny. good time? Is there a good time yeah. to pretend that I'm calling my sister that? Any time is a good time. No. That's a great practical joke. No, it is not amusing. No. It is not amusing. You also, because we have all our accounts ever, like everywhere mixed together because we have to like retweet stuff and yes. whatever. You also regularly respond to people in my DMs as me. That's not a purpose, so you know that. I, no, it, I know it's not, but... The, the thing is, we've had seven Twitter accounts, and so sometimes you get a message, and, and I, I, I try to... Be careful about what, and I'm think I'm re- responding as me, but I'm not responding. As, it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> about this, but I accept your apology for hurting my head. 
Thank you. Well, I rescinded it because you wouldn't apologize for what you Every did. Every guy listening to this right now knows, and most women do, but they won't admit it, knows that, that you have the opportunity to pull that joke. Some couples don't even like having each other's phone passwords. I don't even know if if I had that much time. It might have just been still live. My phone times out really quickly. I'm like paranoid um, about security. But, but uh, I let you into my space and that's how you repay me. Into your space? There wasn't mm-hmm. letting me into... We all we just kind of have the same password. It doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> I accept your apology. It was a funny... I rescinded it. Was it. A funny, <laughs> it was a I've funny, taken it back. <laughs> you can't accept it anymore. A funny joke. Go ahead, Cyril. Yes. How can we help you? Why? He's overrated. <laughs> nobody, plays, nobody else plays with me. I'll play with you as soon as we get done here. We'll do some fun stuff. We don't need those losers. Right? Uh, you don't want to do any uh, John Kerry climate change, right? I can if you want. Um, or we can like save that to tomorrow, possibly. I don't know. He's just railing on about more doomsday crap. And obviously, he's got 163 billion miles traveled. And they all flew there in private jets. Right. Everybody and did all the world leaders. This is what we, what we talked about. And I don't know if it was on the show. Is that these people are, give themselves exemptions for everything. Mm-hmm. For everything. They're allowed to do it because they're better than you. Because they think that the, the fact that they're burning more fossil fuel, etc. And eating meat and always will, etc. Um, is offset by the fact that they're really good people, better people than you. And that's what it is. And they don't want to... They're not going to stop living in the best houses. Like, why would Obama, man of the people, um, community organizer, why would he live in a huge $12 million mansion? Because these people are truly just elitists and they want to have all the good stuff and fun stuff and then guilt you for having it. These people are gross and disgusting and not particularly smart, by the way. And Mm -hmm. here's another thing about John Kerry, and I thought about this with John Kerry and Biden. If you're a man and you get that kind of plastic surgery, you're effing nuts. You're if you're dying mm. your hair religiously, it's you're already on shaky ground. But if you're getting the skeletor surgery that those two have had, you've <laughs> lost your effing mind, and you are. Uh, it's, it's true. You're in a level of sick uh, vanity that most people can't understand. And believe me, if you're doing that, you've done a lot of other things too. Um, I did love this tweet from this one guy who's an Axios uh, climate reporter about it. Who said to all those complaining about world leaders flying to attend a meeting on climate change, you're not saying anything original. Fact is, you can't do a Zoom call with 190 countries, and face-to-face talks move the needle the most. So, the climate change reporter is lecturing us about noticing that they all got to fly there. Two hundred thousand dollar gift bags work the best. <laughs> having call girls uh, all around the hotel works the most. Uh, having booze and drugs and all sorts of partying stuff is, works the best. Can't be expected not to have all those things. Yeah, I get the grift. Believe me, mm-hmm. believe me. I've been to the Super Bowl, you know, and seen enough of um, what happens with people with money get a, 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 a you know get congregated in one area, mm-hmm. and how t- the the hotels become crawling with a beautiful twenty something women. Uh, and uh, a lot of stuff gets moved around. Yeah, and just brief uh, presidential race update. This, um, I know that yesterday on the Patreon show, at least, I mentioned that Nikki Haley got a huge endorsement mm-hmm. uh, this weekend from Paul Ryan. That's sure to shake up the race. Yep. Also, um, Doug Burgum is dropping out Did today. you have any idea he was still <laughs> no. I had no idea. It's like, if you're Burgum, like, have some self-respect and don't make that public. Don't put out a press release. 
for that because <laughs> nobody's going to do a spit take. The Bergmentum did not take off, I guess. But yeah, so um, it remains to be seen who his like 17 supporters will go to now that he's dropping out. All right, Albie. Um, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. We're going to get some more Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce in here. Uh, that's one. Two, you know what? It's pretty much the damn best hot sauce there is. The stuff that I ate over the weekend is really good. Mm-hmm. But Chelsea Fire is, it is really good hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I ain't messing around here, man. All right. Ready for the chat chat, Albie? I'm ready for the chat chat. You don't mind that I call you Albie, do you? No. Okay. Here we go. How do you guys deal with all the feedback that you receive online, be it good or bad? I find it all humorous and kind of complimenting in a way. I did peek into that hellhole called Reddit, and I definitely got out of there real quick. But it's funny when you scroll through and you see your name being mentioned. Like People really take time out of their day to either compliment or hate you. Yeah, It is just baffling to me. I mean, how do you guys do it? Because I find everything humorous. Yeah, uh, and pretty much the same here. And, you know, I I got into radio because I wanted the attention of people to know stuff about me and to do whatever, obviously. And, and like, even it's it's funny because friends and family always kind of felt bad and were like, oh, somebody called you a fat loser or fat media or or just a like a – and they're like – like uh, doesn't that hurt? Or they used to stick up for me online. I'm like, guys, I've worked, I've worked hard to get t- for somebody to to occupy somebody's uh, mind space for a little <laughs> bit. It's f- per- certainly fine. So I, no, the criticism doesn't really do anything. I mean, uh, I mean, there is criticism that will do something. It, it's it helps you to be somebody who you can mock for being a fat guy because that's not the stuff that's gonna hurt. There is stuff that could hurt out there. And occasionally people have gotten close to it. Like when I was writing columns, if somebody would notice something about the column that I felt insecure about, I'd be like, oh, damn. But um, but at this point, I'm pretty much dead inside. So it's it's <laughs> it's, it's over. Um, but um, I think, yeah, Alice probably gets a little uh, more affected. But no, I'm fine. I, I'm, I'm fine. I, I, some feedback is, is um, constructive. Some of it is like, this dude has no, or this chick has yeah, I no do. idea. What Mostly talking. I handle it by arguing at imaginary people while I'm like in the shower. That's right. Oh, today, <laughs> Alice, Shad, if used I get... the C word today. Do you want to tell the people? Oh, no. Somebody I... stole her parking <sighs> space and she said she was going to go I have to go in. to confession. She was going to go in <laughs> and find that C word and uh, hash it out I was her. just going to gently let her know that she took a parking spot that I was waiting for with my blinker on, with my infant in the car to go into his doctor's appointment, and she like completely cut me off and just zoomed in and took oh, the spot. That is a shame. That did and that I happen. couldn't because the way that the person pulled out of the spot, I was like blocked yeah. from, or I would have like come oh. gone gone first, but I couldn't Had go in. Had you used the c word on, and it was on like TikTok, that would have been the freaking present that I could that I've that I've always wanted in my life. Then I'd cancel you and fire you from the show. But I was really mad because it just it stinks to be waiting for somebody to pull out of a spot you because you have a bunch word, of heavy is... stuff, including a huge baby to carry, who is in the ninety nine point nine percentile for height, by the way, and with his huge bowling ball head and his carrier is heavy, and you have to park a million miles away when you are waiting for a 
fucking spot that was close. Hey, by. by the way, in the circumcision that sucks, in, in, in the, these people saying that, oh, in a few years you can try it again. No, F you. I want to sue the people who screwed up the circumcision. It's not necessarily screwed up. They just didn't like do enough off, basically. Oh, okay, then. Well. Well, do enough off. That's called a circumcision. Okay. Jesus. I, I want to talk about this later. Well, I have the bill downstairs. We won't pay her. Join the club. <laughs> um, other Tommy in New Hampshire. Hi, Tom, Alice. I find it ironic that you say that um, current events are the same old, same old, when as the chat chat is constantly the same old, same old. What? Thank you. Other Tommy in New Hampshire. Uh-oh, my goodness. So I don't think that that's necessarily true. Um, and uh, it depends on what's going on. We'll see. So today we've already gotten uh, one about how do we how do we deal with our fame from a, a fellow <laughs> famous person, and now there's one saying all the chat chats are the same. Let's see if this is correct. Let's see if this is correct. So my buddy, um, hey Tom and Alice, Justin, hey. uh, still got the cold. Uh, my buddy, he's getting uh, surgery. He's got three spots in his stomach, hernias. Ooh, so hernia surgery. Uh, you know he's he's uh, very cautious. You know and the the recoup time is like a week, I guess. And and I told him, um, what if he wakes up from surgery and his chest is heavy? That's right. I went there. I said, what if you got breast implants? Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's what guys guys just you know we just rag out each other. Of course, <laughs> I asked him. <laughs> I asked him if he would if he would play with them. <laughs> See, this is, guys have a sense of humor. Else, he would send a text from his girlfriend's phone to her sister. He would get it. I mean, <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, have a good day. Well, you know, maybe if he goes to the same place where our kid got circumcised, that might happen. So look out. <laughs> Doctors do suck. I do worry about that if you're, like, ever in a situation where you need a surgery where you're put all the way under. Yeah. And you, like, can't tell them stuff. Correct. And, put that in, you know, the, like, I don't, don't trust them. Throw it in there. See what happens. Because you always have to push back on doctors and like argue with them a little just to make sure. Even if you end up doing what they suggest, you always have to argue with them a little bit just to make sure that they like know what they're talking about. You know, like if you ever have any like doubts or want to raise objections, you have to do it because they're terrible. What a great kid you got there and her friends too. There's absolutely hope for the future. What a great story. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, I don't. We don't. That story. That was. That was. A, it was a. Um, that's very nice for you to say, Tim. Th- that was um, certainly very real to us. But I don't know necessarily if if it's something that we can relate to everybody else. Just how like weird and spiritual and magical this weekend was. But it was. It was extraordinary. Thank you. Uh, my, our, our kid and also the other kids involved were, were, were great. I mean, I just, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into it again because I'm... But thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, SFM. Okay, I got to look out for mm-hmm. that uh, thing, buddy. <laughs> SFM. Mm-hmm. Dana bashed Priyama. Priyama. Hi. 
Steve from Aramac. Hey, Steve. How about a shout-out for my new best friend, Dana Bash, whom yeah. I sat next to at my nephew Greg's wedding. That's right. He said so that. Oh, yes. That's right. Damn it. That's right. Yeah, she was good. I mean, she was good. She she at some point could have just thrown it on the gauntlet and said, listen, lady, you saying- What's wrong with you that you don't- That right. you're okay with all this rape? Yeah, yeah, the rape happens in war. Yeah, the Nova concert was not war. In Virginia, back in October- um, I really felt like she was did a great job with one of the most horrible, heinous yep. moonbats on Capitol Hill, uh, PJ Priyama. And, uh, you know, I know it wasn't exactly like Rush Limbaugh going after her, but, but it was something. Yes, it was. And I, she, I wish she'd gone a little harder at her. But um, anyway, and by the way, for the record, Dana is actually prettier in person. Oh. And she smells great. Wow. Thank you. Wow, Steve Biden mm. sniffing everybody uh, in Virginia. Speaking, can I say one more thing? Please. Speaking of Rush Limbaugh, one thing that I do not like is what is happening on social media right now, where there are Ron DeSantis people posting audio because on Rush's last show, he mentioned Ron DeSantis and he, uh, how he has an ironclad spine or whatever he said about him, that he was complimentary to Ron DeSantis. And then because people who are fans of politicians on the internet have to always go lower. There's a bunch of Trump people in the comments arguing that, of course, Rush only liked Ron DeSantis as governor of Florida, and he would have supported Trump in the 2024 election if he were here. I think both are disgusting. Yes. Rush Limbaugh is no longer alive. He doesn't support anyone in the 2024 election. And stop trying to claim that he supports you. Like I just find that so gross and That's weird. Gross. Do and you know anybody who pretty much has his slot on WTIC? Alice? I know you're basically Rush Limbaugh. Now. Thank you. It's my dream. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. If you want to join us for the live streams and stuff and uh, some extra content, we did get to some news yesterday in the Patreon show, so you can do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. You can also uh, watch and listen to the show for free. If you go to burnbarrelpodcast.com, there's links to the places to listen, to leave a chat chat message, watch on YouTube or Rumble. C'est la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.